Welcome in to the Amon Green Show, sponsored by Doors Plus on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Look at Green all by himself. 20, 10, touchdown. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. Here is your host, Amon Green. All right, welcome into the Mon Green Show. I'm your host, Mon Green. Got my good friend and teammate Harrison on the ones and tunes. Twos, two, twos. You pronounce that? I'm back. Almost <laughs> like my face is frozen, but it's not. How you doing, Harrison? Not too bad. It's uh, it, it's getting better out there. Yes. I keep talking about the cold. Maybe I'm a little obsessed with it, but it's hard out there. When it's this cold and you got to worry about your car and all the problems, all the salt building up underneath, not great. But nonetheless, it's getting a little warmer out there. Um, some good things going on, obviously, as we'll, we'll probably talk about a little bit here. We're yep. representing the Supernovas out of Omaha now, so yes. pro volleyball station. That's always great news. We got Nebraska basketball above us right now as they lead Rutgers 726. And the game just tipped off not too long ago. So we'll, of nice. course, have a post game for that one as well. Uh, but yeah, just in a good mood. Tickets are doing well. We got a lot of great content coming up the way here shortly as well. And we got Amon Green back from Houston, back here yes. at the 1040 studio. So Thank it's good you. to see you again. You got the fresh cut. Yep. I see it lost a little bit. Would have been good to keep some to deal with the cold, but nonetheless. Nah, nah. <laughs> I was ready for it to go. It was just like long waits. Like sometimes it'd be a couple weeks. I'll start looking a little rough. So I'm like, ah, uh, I cut it off. It's low maintenance. I could get up and go. And I, I have clippers at home, so I can maintain this, right? What you, what y'all see on the stream, I, stream, I can maintain this at home. I'm not a professional barber, at least tried to be, but if anyway, I can handle this. So if I mess up, I just cut it off. <laughs> it's already cut off. Yeah, that's fair. There you go. <laughs> Easy enough. Easy maintenance. And uh, yeah, if you don't got that barber, it might be the better route to go. But yes. nonetheless, I'm on with the, so many things happening. You were, of course, streaming in. We've had a plethora of Husker players. We have a new coaching hire. And Glenn Thomas, and of course, the Nebraska basketball team, they did lose to Iowa, but they got a Purdue win after it, and they got Rutgers yep. ahead of them right now. Where do you want to start in terms of just Husker news and even esports? As we yeah. talked a little bit that before the, the show started, off to a nice start. Yeah, I say let's start with the esports. Um, you know, our players had the break and had the chance to kind of recalibrate um, for some of the team. For majority of our teams, we're having like kind of a not our best game plays out there, but good effort all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just you're losing those matches sometimes really close or are getting blown out. It's then mentally you got to deal with that. And so and it's not a lot of it. A lot of it has nothing to do with their mechanics and their their basic fundamentals. I tell them all the time is that's what I want you to work on. And of course, they're like, oh, well, I'm good enough here. But and, and to a kid and I remember I was that kid, but I wasn't that kid. But I say my teammates and friends were those guys and girls that would be like, oh, I'm good. Like, no, just work on stuff that you know. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not saying you're a bad player. Just the fundamentals. If you master the fundamentals, then learning something that new, not something new to your game won't be hard. Yeah. Because you already got the fundamentals now. What's that legendary story of uh, that guy wanting to go watch Kobe Bryant work out? Yeah. And his mind was just blown because he was just sitting on the block doing, you know, drop step off the glass over and over and over a hundred thousand times yeah. right <laughs> and he's one of the best players in the world and he's just practicing elementary moves for yeah. hours in the gym simple moves but when you perfect i mean even bruce lee has said that in some of his uh, famous cliche or famous one-liner you know when you know i know it's one out there is something to do with if you if you fight a person that practice one punch a thousand a million times 
what you think is going to happen to you when they practice that one hit they perfected it so they know when to throw it how to throw it how much pressure how much power to come with that but it's only one throw mm-hmm. so that means they're going to knock you out in one throw yeah. one punch because they mastered that punch so um a lot of the kids you know some a few of them uh, understood what i was t- hitting at and one in particular um was uh was very uh i say admitted to the mistakes very big about it being a big you know big boy saying hey coach yep i i was guilty of that and so I was like, great. And so that team um, played well on Monday. Overwatch played, had a fantastic game against Purdue, so we beat them. And then last night, Rocket League was a team that was really up-and-coming team because it was a young roster, a lot of sophomore, I think freshmen on that squad, and they ended up getting the victory also 3-1. to one. So both games in the best of series, uh, best of five, we won in both matches 3-1. to one. We mm-hmm. lost the first match against Purdue, but then swept them from there, and the same thing with Overwatch. Were you so. expecting this kind of? Kind of turn around. Um, I don't think Purdue's uh, struggling too bad in terms of esports. I no. think they've been pretty solid. No, yeah, I'll, I'll check out. Yeah, I'll check out before we go to break. You know, or once we go to break and mm-hmm. go come back in, I'll find out where they were at. But, but a, a team that I know that's like a little bit above us, middle of the pack, and to get those wins and say so you get any a win any time of the of a season. Like this is the coming out of of what is the NBA All Star Weekend break. So mm-hmm. we had a big break, and now we get we come off the uh, the bench, the couch. From holiday with some wins so that's good so hopefully not hopefully but smash is up tonight i know that will continue we are smash players we have a good uh, um, i say roster of super smash brothers that players that are really good they play against each other they compete all the time against each other so they beat each other beat up each other a lot like kind of like we did during practice and with the blast your defense but to have those uh guys up to slate and uh, ladies up to slate tonight that'll be fun to watch i hope it's uh, if it's not on big esports uh, youtube or twitch it will be on our twitch channel and our if it's not we'll find i'm gonna find it i'm gonna talk to the players i can do that and then tomorrow will be valorant at 7 p.m awesome. how big do you think this big 10 esports is going to grow like do you think we'll get to a point where we, we've kind of seen it with volleyball where they're knocking on the door of some serious tv time that there is a fan base that's going to watch this on primetime television hours with the esports, you see it in some of like the major events if there's millions of dollars on the line. But in terms of college universities competing against each other, do you think we'll get to a point where we can turn on, you know, maybe it's ESPN Plus or Big Ten Plus and we'll be watching Nebraska versus Ohio State Rocket League? Yeah. Because I say one 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 little like telltale sign of it was today. I had an interview with uh what Brian was it, Ben Hatchcock. It was a former tight end for I think Buckeyes. Uh, also was on a, he, a Jay Foreman does a show with him. Mm-hmm. And now it's with Rhett, I think Rhett Thompson with NFL Network. So that's was on their podcast that is streamed out everywhere. And so that's me talking about, they're asking me questions about NCAA 24 coming out next summer. Uh, they asked me program um, questions about our program, how long I've been here and what we're doing and how does it compare to traditional sports in terms of what you just said, viewership. Mm-hmm. And to have that podcast, and I know it's going to go out everywhere, People hearing that, just me giving facts of what the industry is about. It's a billion-dollar industry. We got all Power 5 schools that have teams that are in this. And not just Power 5. You go all the way down to community colleges, like Southwest Community College right across the street. They got a sports team. Um, Concordia, Wayne, uh, Bellevue University, uh, UNO, Midland, Morningside. They all have esports squads that we play against and we scrim against or we are in seasons with. and so. It's going to continue to, uh, you know, hit up, 
get higher in terms of viewership. And that's what we want. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing with our social media team. You know, follow us. If you haven't already, follow, follow Nebraska Esports on Instagram and TikTok and X as well. And, um, you know, so we got, like I said, Smash tonight. But we got some big, big things this semester coming up. I'm able to – I was asked by a company to uh, go out to Pro Bowl and then go out to Super Bowl. And I know DP and, and crew is going to feel you guys are going out there too to do some shoutcasting for Madden tournaments that they'll be doing at um, Pro Bowl for the HBCUs. And I'll be able to commentate there. But then for the Vegas trip, I get to bring myself and a few of the players with me and another and my uh, graduate assistant from uh, last semester to partake in networking with companies that are out there. We're going to have Microsoft. We're going to have NASA. We're going to have uh, Google. And you're going to take a few of your players yep, with you? Yeah, four of my players uh, and my graduate assistant out there. Okay, so they nice. can get that, that you know, networking mm-hmm. under, under their belts, you know, bring their resumes, uh, bring their business cards, bring stuff that where they could talk face-to-face with people that are industries they want to work in. If it's not the video game, you mean, like I said, I just mentioned NASA. You know, that's aviation, that's space, that's a whole lot of stuff where um, if they have the majors and a major like, inter, I say, being at the J school, can cover a lot of bases of terms of talking to NASA. They pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they have a, a, a PR team that promotes what they do as a company around the world mm-hmm. so, or and around the United States. So, you know, having an opportunity for students, this is more one thing that East West brings to a university, you know, beyond myself, this would have been a problem. This would have been a project for any esports coach to bring their kids to and get that, experience that they need to find out okay this is real real because the kids want at the end of the day they want to know you know once they graduate will they able to use their degree degree right away will it be effective can i go out and get a job and so planting the seeds early meeting with companies that are going to be at this event and people that work for the nfl and work for other nfl teams they're going to be there and high schools you get to see high schools from nevada and california so yeah that stuff is what kids want to experience coming in out of high school and coming into college, going out to the real war, world, because then now they know, okay, I met this company back in 2024 in February at Pro Bowl or at Super, or at Super Bowl, excuse me. And I sent the letter, I mean, you know, afterwards, I sent the email, say, hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so. I was at the University of Nebraska. I met you in Las Vegas. This is my job. You know, this is my, mm-hmm. this is what I have my degree in. Here's my resume. And so that's where a lot of people figure, always have, you know, how you get there. It's like, just send in a simple email for somebody you connected with. Just a you know quick hello, and this is what I'm doing here. When you do that, that then cultivates people and understanding, like getting to know folks, networking mm-hmm. people, and saying hi. And and once you say hi and introduce yourself, they'll remember some part of that conversation to say, yeah, I remember you. You were with um, your university. You was at University of Nebraska at the time. You know, this is what we got open. You know, potential opportunity for yourself. And so that's what I want to do. That's what I. This was part of my goal is open the doors for some of the young players and students here to get the opportunities to do bigger, better things for themselves. Yeah, it's good that you got them networking early, too, because I think that's, that's a big thing. It's not even a secret light to life anymore. I think no. pretty much everyone understands networking is a little bit of part of life. Whether it is how fair or not it is, it's, it's reality. You know, people um, it helps out. And I think a lot of college kids probably end up, you know, with their diploma. And if they were maybe, you know, lacking in that department, whether their fault or not, mm-hmm. sometimes it just happens. It be a little bit stressful. You know, I can use my own case as an example. Shout out to Ticket for hiring me as an intern at one point in time. Yeah. But yeah, definitely that networking helps. And it's great that you guys are doing it. But I do got one question. As you kind of mentioned it, you'll be doing Madden. But with the game NCAA 24 coming out, yeah. it's been pushed back a few times. It I makes know, me I'm, a little nervous. I, 
I, that was part of the uh, call yeah. that, I, that I interviewed with Brett and uh, Ben. And they said, I'm like, again? Yeah. 402-464-5685. Should we be nervous about this? That's getting pushed back. Sometimes that's a good thing because it means they want to make sure it's right. When they yes. release it to the public, they understand there's an incredible amount of hype. They can't uh, drop an inferior product. Yeah, they can't fumble the rock. Yeah, they, they throw they, a pick six. So this makes me think they're getting it right. Or, or they're kind of dragging their feet because yeah. they're like worried about the product. No, for the guys I know that work under the, the moniker of EA Sports, uh, Clint Odenberg is the executive director of the game. Mm-hmm. And if anything, he does that. He will do that. If it's some, if it, I say it's a, something on him, he's a former athlete. He played at Boston College, played around the NFL, uh, four, five different teams. He was a big guy, offensive tackle. Oh, he is a big guy, offensive tackle. <laughs> and uh, and I'm pretty sure he's just ironing out all the kinks to make sure this game is right. Because for us as athletes, for whatever next job we do, we want to make sure we do it right. Like today, I'm sitting in my office prepping for my class on Monday. This is going to be my fourth semester teaching this class. So now I'm like, you know, I'm well beyond a sophomore right now. So I'm like junior year, senior year of coaching and teaching this class. So I want this class to work out perfect for these kids so they really get it and understand what we're teaching in the intro of eSports. So I'm pretty sure Clint is preparing and saying, hey, we might, yeah, let's push it back a few months. I'd rather have it working right with mm-hmm. no hiccups than releasing it and have problems with it. And so he's covering all his bases. I'm pretty sure that I got a lot of confidence in them because when the product comes out every year for what Madden is, Obviously, you have your opinion about it. We give them a hard time. But at the end of the day, it's a good product. It's a new game every year, too. It's an, yeah, That's and, something you have to keep in check. Exactly. And they have new little modes you got to do. Like, I, I always love the mode that they added in about three years ago. The the seven-on-seven seven mode. Yeah. The yard and the um, the actual competition mode where you actually could play, where you pick, like, semi-rosters of Christian McCaffrey to Pat Mahomes to DK Metcalf as your receiver, you know. And you have these rosters, you go through a quick little tournament. That tournament only, if you played every game, I remember I timed it out, it was a 10-minute tournament. And then you win, you win like points or whatever. And you and bragging rights, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know? So they I'm pretty sure they're just refurbishing it and getting it right for the dynasty mode, because I know a ton of people that love the dynasty mode. It's just like franchising Madden. You know, you, is that the one where you you control the whole team, right? Yeah. Not just the player. Yeah, yep. that's you, the you, one. You you could print the, between having your player, you could recruit that player, or if not, you just control the school mm-hmm. you do all the recruiting that's the fun one right you do all the you hiring your coaches and all that stuff the color of your team the, the mascot and everything the, the hot seat meter <laughs> exactly you know and the momentum meet them like in the game and all that you get to control all that so i'm pretty sure that's one of the major game modes they're really focusing on to get right like because the, all the other game modes is what madden has been doing what ea's been doing with madden for years so that's really not much mm-hmm. they have to really go to the drawing board about for that game mode for the regular team game mode because you got all the active players that are currently on these rosters in uh, college football, but then for a franchise or any other, you know, I say dynasty mode or any other mode, like even do I say like even throw seven on seven in in Matt in this because high school kids and college kids are playing seven on seven. Yeah, you know, we did that when I came here as a freshman. We would have set passing league on Saturday. I think most high schools do it now. I mean, yeah. even Northeast Nebraska, we'd have seven on seven before actual exactly. fall involuntary, of course. Yeah, we did it. But- yeah, when I was at North, we did it. We did it at Central. And then, um, also, we did it here in Lincoln. We, yeah. we Even though we were playing internally, we weren't playing against other colleges. We were just playing against our roster. Right. So it was good reps, though, playing against the Blackshirt defense, working on one-on-one coverage against guys that, as a running back, at that time, we knew we were going to run no routes. <laughs> we were just going to get the ball handed 
clueless most of the time, but it was good getting out there showing my ability and running a slant route or running a deep route against uh, Ty Williams or a Mike Mentor or any of the linebackers too. They were like, because they then they really get frustrated. They're like, ah, oh, drive you nuts. They will get yeah, I'll drive them nuts because they're like, man, you are fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you lucky we don't run routes because it'd be a problem out here. Well, that's good. That's that's the beauty of mastering something. You know, the worst thing you can you can be, you'll hear it every now and then. It's jack of all trades, master of none. He's like a Tom Osborne. You mm-hmm. know, he wasn't wasn't quite jack of all trades. If you're a wide receiver, wide receiver, you knew what you were signing up for. Um, but you guys played the role so Stop perfectly that that moment it was yours to go ahead and go up in the air and grab the ball. It was so set up because you guys perfected pretty much the run game throughout mm-hmm. those '90s that it was just a nightmare. That's where the defense's focus was. But yep. uh, we do got a couple from the text line here. We will go. We'll start with this one. Get to the other one on the other side. But we got Latex Mallard from MySpace, and uh, I will say this about NC NCAA twenty four. Before we get to this text, is I do feel good about it because it the fact that they pushed it back a couple times makes me believe it's not a copy paste. Yeah, you know, like kind of we we're talking about some people when they get upset with the Madden games, it's because it kind of feels similar to the year before. The fact that this one's been pushed back a couple times, like they must be, like you said, fixing the dynasty, maybe mm-hmm. even, you know, really tweaking the physics to make it feel more realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives me a lot of excitement there. So I'm with you. I think it's actually going to be a solid product or at least at the bare minimum, not a copy paste. I don't think no. they'd be pushing it back this much if they're going to put out a product that they don't think is kind of cutting edge. But nonetheless, Latex Mallard from MySpace says, will they ever bring back NFL Blitz, hopefully in a VR platform? I, I just played that one so. a couple weeks ago. And it was the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. Oh, of course, I'm on green. No, that awesome. was the, you were on that roster. Awesome. It was awesome. it was pain. Awesome, right? That one, yes, I will hope between that and NFL Street. And remember NBA Street that was on PlayStation. It was on PlayStation and Xbox, but I've had it on. I played it on mostly on PlayStation. I think my first NBA. I just think I was like on that NBA Live era yeah. for when Live was actually competitive with two K. Yep, I did Live. I did, but then NFL Street. NBA Street came out first and then followed up the next. It was like a year or two years after NBA Street hit and had success. It's like, you know, basically, EA, let's do NFL Street. And they did it, had success. I remember uh, myself, uh, Ricky Williams was on there. There were, we were the big, obviously, the big backs. Yeah. And we could, you know, that's when you could jump off the wall, run on the wall. And <laughs> you could actually hit people and like extracurricular after the play. Oh, once you got that meter filled up, it was, the, oh, it was over. I forgot what it was. It was the game changer meter, wasn't yep. it? Game changer. Game changer. Once that happened, yep. it was just turnover central. Like turn, if you, you turn on interception, the, you know, yeah. automatic fumble, automatic interception. <laughs> yeah. So like it's, it was such a weird game mode because you get to the end there. Um, and I can't remember if it was timed or if it's a point total. If I remember right, I think it's timed. When you get to the end, it's basically just, just saving up your game changer mode because you can really just break the game at the end there. Yeah. If you got a lead, you can just hold on to it to the very end of the game. Like you can guarantee yourself the win. But yeah, I remember you were big on that game. Um, there's quite a few other ones, but yeah, just great games. What's another great retro game that you would love to see make a comeback in the near future? Uh, I don't know if I said it on here already, but I know I mentioned it in like my geek conversations with my friends. <laughs> um, Contra on Nintendo. I'm going to have to look that one Contra. up. Or Super Contra, that would be a game I would be like, yes, bring back and like make it like new, make it new just to see what it would look like. If not, just keep it the old school. Oh, like the 2D with the army? Yeah, the, the scroll. Yep. It scrolls side scrolling, but make it a, you know, try it out with a 3D third person or no, first person shooter. Make it a first person shooter where you get up and close and personal with the, uh, the monsters. It was aliens you were shooting in the game. So Contra, Super Contra. Ninja Gaiden, I think Ninja Gaiden has already been made, so I got to play it. I just got to see what it looks like. 
Um, but I've seen that on a few, uh, um, say, feeds on Twitter, on uh, YouTube, where they've upgraded that game. And it's a fun game. That was all, you know, the ninja. You're you're a ninja. You're, you're the master of all anything, knives and punches <laughs> and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, Contra. And uh, they already updated Metroid. Metroid is always, they, they, they did a great job with that. Yeah. I played the last one. I get kind of picky on those. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm, it's like some games like Contra, that'd be cool. 87 game, what does that look like? Uh, mm-hmm. Then you'll have some companies like Bethesda, and it's like, you know, let's just re release Skyrim for the fifth time. Let's <laughs> like, just keep doing it over. But you know what? That good of a game, make your money. A couple more from the text line. Drew, he says he's currently playing the original Legends of Zelda right now. Ooh. That'd be a crazy one to tune up and see what it looked like today. And then Boone and first last one before we have to go to break here. And again, if you got any more, 402-464-5685. We'll get to him on the other side. Uh, but did you watch any of the Smite World Championships over the weekend? Ooh. I actually didn't catch any of it. I'm curious if you did. I did not catch any because I was, I said, more glued to football right now. But I'm mm-hmm. starting about this time of year. That's where I kind of break myself away because I know stuff is like that coming up. We got League of Legends, World Championships coming up. Madden stuff is going on. Call of Duty season just started. Overwatch season is going to be starting soon. NBA 2K season is going to be starting soon. So it's like, okay, I got to detach from that old world to now make sure I'm focused and know among the, cause I, you know, cause this stuff we talk about in practice. Well, especially among the players. Like that, in the gaming I world, I just feel like there's new guys every day. What's that? Especially in the gaming world, I feel like it's just new guys every day. So if you're really yeah. not super plugged into the, the gaming world, no, we've mean, talked about it before. Like you don't, you don't really need a whole lot location wise. As long as you got good Wi-Fi and a computer, you're good. Key. Great yeah. athletes can come out anywhere. Yep, exactly. So just staying on top of that. And Smite is not, very played not saying it's pop not popular but it's not a very played collegiate game but it's very popular still um but i would like to see more at the collegiate level in terms of competitions and championships stuff like that okay one more and then we have to go to break here just because i like this one <laughs> just because i played the one not familiar with the first one uh but altered beast and Ooh. castlevania needs Ooh. a replay i, I like who was that who said that we got unknown text here 0172 oh so if you want to put in your name we can update, update you on the context list hey that is money I'm gonna have to look up Alter. That's Beast. Sega Genesis. Okay, I would play that game every day, literally religiously, from school once my homework was done. And in like the title says, you start off as a man, and then whatever all your upgrades, you eventually turn into a monster. And I would always go. I think I don't know if you had choices. I can't remember if you had a choice to turn into the werewolf, or you could turn into like some type of reptile. <laughs> Is it reptile? Is either just like a big, almost like the the monster from the Blue Lagoon. You okay. kind of look like him, or you were this werewolf, or something else. And Contra is available on Nintendo Switch. It's like a, um, a newer game called Operation Gulaga. Contra Operation Gulaga. But for Altered Beast, oh my God, that is a blast from the past. And if they up, that's one game that does need an upgrade. I say an update. It seems like an interesting story. Yeah. And if it's skip what that is in modern day. I'm gonna worry, we have to throw it to break here because we're already over, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. I got it pulled up right here. I'm gonna read that description. But yeah, Altered Beast. Maybe that one does need a reboot. This yeah. the story itself looks intriguing. Oh my so do a little bit of reading on that. Break. Have some more conversations on the next two segments ahead. We got Amon Green back in studio, uh made it back from Houston. So it's good to have him back, and we'll have plenty of ticket weeknights ahead, along with the Nebraska basketball postgame show as they lead Rutgers 27 to 17. In the first half, with about eight minutes left to play, they got a 10-point lead. So Huskers doing well on the road versus Rutgers. We'll keep you updated as the game goes on, but don't go anywhere. we got two more segments up next.
This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Doors Plus. All right, we are back in the building. We've got our Husker basketball men's team up 32-25 on Rutgers. And we're talking retro games, too, right before the break. Yeah, and shout out to Nordic Bear. He was the one that chimed in on Altered Beast. Oh, man. I didn't even... That even crossed my mind. But, yeah, that is definitely on the list of games that between remastered movies, right? That's a great movie plot, right? Or, I mean, movies are fictional. Some of the best ones are fictional. I mean, you can call this one a movie, too. I mean, fictional. The, yeah, fictional. Based on the graphics itself. Right. Sounds like that's what really pushed this one. Obviously, Born in 99 wasn't, wasn't one that I played when it was fresh and new. But yeah. uh, for an 88 game, anyone that's curious, anyone who's familiar with it, still holds up pretty good. I mean, you've seen some of the modern games that come out today. Yeah. They're kind of still the, like old school pixelated style. Yeah. Like something do. like that could almost hold up. It if would. you really wanted it, it to. Could. It as long as it plays well, like no one's going to really care too much, I don't yeah. think. And Sega is still making good games too. So they can go back to the drawing board on that one. Man. Castle. And then you mentioned Castlevania. Yeah. Simon. Vampires. Mummies. The Wolfman. All that fun stuff. It's just like, ah. Uh, I got to, you know, this is a question I'm surprised that I haven't asked you yet because you being a massive horror fan that you are in right. terms of film, when it comes to horror games, what is that one horror game that you think took it above and away? Because I'd imagine oh, yeah. you're big on the horror game scene yes, as well. Yes. Um, I still got to finish The Quarry. It was like a like Friday the 13th type of game. But horror game that did it for me back when I was, I'll say, high school and freshman year. No, 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 I'm sorry. Actually, no, sophomore year here and junior year. And then when I went pro, I was playing Resident Evil. That was actually scared me. Yeah, that one gets it, you it with got, the camera angles, how they're like pre-set cameras. Yeah. So coming around, they can set you up on those angles intentionally just oh to make you God. uncomfortable. And so the first Resident Evil, even though when you look at the graphics now, it's like, what? The graphics were very not <laughs> there. They're awesome now. But I remember me and my brother was playing the game and I was actually out in California training for the combine and we had the game and we're playing it every night, but also be like, Oh my God, I'm scared. Like we're jumping ah, at the, this jump scares in the game. And it was just so funny, but yeah, that was the one um, resident evil and then two and three. And then now they're all remastered. And now we have VR biohazard that came out that scared the boo boo out of me. So <laughs> have you done v- VR? Horror did, games yet? Yeah, I did the um, Resident Evil Biohazard. Okay, see, yeah, oh, nah, nah, th- those I'm not ready for. And I then, don't think I'd be ready for it. Between the VR of that game and then another game, it was like a clown. It was like a haunted house of a clown, like a fun. It was called Fun House. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm and when you have that. the VR and the VR, it's like you know, it's right there, and yeah. so it, it will get you. <sighs> like, oh. Yeah, see, I can just see myself trying to cover my eyes, realizing I got the headset on. Yeah breaking something flailing your arms a little oh bit oh my god yes it's uh it's, it gets fun and and it, that's this i just love it i don't know why what it is about horror i mean other than the story i told you when my family i say sister brothers put me on the couch and they threw on uh, friday the 13th part two that had to been it and i was four <laughs> it just burned it that into your brain might be why i'm so much of a horror film junkie like i'll sit i started years ago you know october horror month I did it this year. Do it. I've been doing it every year since uh, I think the year before COVID. I started it, and then when COVID hit, that was like oh, this is easy. Of course, my wife she like was like, "Why?" 
<laughs> now she's to the point she's been around it. Like she figured, you know what? When in Rome, do as the Romans do, or do as the Mons. This is this is our house. It's gonna be like this. I mean, yeah, she's probably the rest of our life to it as well. So she's now. I got my wife who was not a horror fan, uh-huh. or she's sort of a horror fan by association. <laughs> but what she does is is so cute and funny at the same time. Where she watches the movies during the day. <laughs> Because the sun's out and everything. And I love her for it. I'm like, look, you're giving effort. Because at first, she wouldn't know. She's like, no, I'm watching. you can watch it by yourself. So now she's joining me. But when, it, when it's her by herself, she'll watch them during the day. Because I like to watch them at night. You know, get the whole ambience, oh, yeah. ambience of horror and at night and all that. And she does it during the day by herself, which I don't, I'm not, I just like, I, I kind of laugh, but it's awesome. I'm like, at least she's doing it. She's trying it. There you go. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You do. I mean, because. <laughs> A lot of people don't like horror movies. You're one of them, Harrison. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I get it. And I completely, I'm not going to tease you about it because I get it. I mean, I understand like some of these movies, they get diabolical. Well, Be- my, oh. my problem is the, when you're just trying to gross me out, I'm out. Like, I don't. Yep. Like, yep there's the movies that do that. Saw, I'm sorry. Yeah. Saw, Saw was they suck. Out. Those movies suck. Final Destination. That, that sucks. That was another one. Like, it was like, eventually they were like, they were going for like how you get graded in like diving and mm-hmm. swimming. And gymnastics there. Oh, that was a 10.9 kill right there. Yeah. Or a 9.5. You chop the head off, you split the body in half. They have no limbs now. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a 10. Yeah. See, I don't like those. <laughs> like, saw you can maybe convince me about the first one because there's actually yes. a good story the behind first it. Two to me. Uh-huh. Maybe you can argue the second one. I wasn't, it wasn't bad though. Two wasn't to where I thought this was just becoming a gross train wreck of a movie. It was I like didn't know that either. Three and after, I was like, okay, you're just trying to gross me out. After that, yeah. After where there are now, it's like What's the point? Yeah, if I want to gross myself out, like I can, you know, probably just figure out three quick Google searches as opposed to sitting through three yeah. hours of an awful script yeah, and occasionally getting grossed out. Yeah, between TikTok and Instagram reels, you can find something. Oh, yeah, Instagram exactly. these days is feeding crazy stuff. Yeah, that's I don't why know I, what's going on with Instagram, but anyone who's had it out there, like the algorithm, the it's real. Yeah, they'll send you some crazy stuff. Like, you know, if you're a big fan of wildlife, you got to be careful on there because <laughs> you can see some. You know, some poor animals out there oh, and hunting. Man. It's all sorts of kind of crazy. I will check that out, unfortunately. Don't, because then the algorithm <laughs> will just keep feeding it to you. And then, then you look like a man. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And and IE, we talked about it a few months ago. Grand Theft Auto, new game coming out this year. Mm-hmm. We'll be having that part of the game where you, you, you share your reels <laughs> on the GTA game. So GTA 6 coming out this year. What's the chance of that has a lot of success in-game reels? Oh, it's going to be 90% or more success because that's what everybody <laughs> does now. I just feel My so wife, crazy. She sends me like every morning I get a good two or three Facebook reels or Instagram reels or TikTok reels. Do you watch them all? And I, and I try to because they're funny. Yeah. I want to wake up laughing mm-hmm. and it does it for me. I'm like, oh my God, the things that people do to either like some of it's, you know, is actually not stage. You could tell. Yeah. The stage stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Those ones are always really awkward and kind of cringy yeah, to watch they're cringeful right very cringeful for the ones that just things happen like oh my god i can't believe that happened yeah those are fantastic i was yeah. just watching one today the guy's car is on fire and as he's filming the car on fire two cars collide into each other in the middle of an intersection <laughs> it was like one of those like if someone wasn't recording you wouldn't have believed it really <laughs> it's just insanity oh my goodness i watched so I, that's why I put a segment on my Gamers Lounge podcast called The Best Thing I've Seen on Social Media because it's some funny stuff or amazing or crazy stuff. So Rico shared a good one today where he watched, he follows um, on TikTok. 
it's called the North Sea. Um, so the North Sea over in Europe, I mm-hmm. believe, or up in the, like our Antarctic, and how the boats have to what they got to deal with up there in terms of the weather and the waves. And I was like, I'll watch that just because I'm a geography major, and it's like, oh uh, yeah, I won't be working that job. I got to get paid a million dollars a day so I could send home to family to have those jobs up in the North Sea. If you go on TikTok and follow the North Sea something something, I think it's so start with North Sea. That'll get you there. And it just showed how big these waves are. They had uh, oil, oil tankers between oil and or and oil uh, platforms drilling for oil, and the waves, how high the waves came up to the edge of the platform. And these some of these boats were getting like almost basically flooded because when they would dip down into the into the wave, all the water came onto the boat. It was amazing. So. I said for that in my I kind of like I got a little thing about National Geographic. I like to watch those so mm-hmm. that from the mountains, the skies, like people don't really like we we're on a we're on a rock in space and we got the sun and the sun and the moon and the stars has created all the mountains from erosion and yeah, don't think about it know. too much. It'll freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. It don't freak me out. It's just like that's so cool what we have now from what Mother Nature did. And so watching that video, I said, that's Mother Eight Nature flexing right now. Oh, yeah. So when you say, "Hey, I could go, I could do anything," like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take my boat from this part of the ocean. Mm. Mother Nature let you know real quick. Uh, like right now, we experienced Mother Nature here in Lincoln, right? Oh yeah, the Arctic blast. I'm not even working out there. Yeah, I'm not playing against Mother <laughs> Nature. Is undefeated. Yeah, it's like Bill Belichick mm-hmm. times a million. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, Mother, that's the thing about Mother Nature. Time and time again, we'll we'll see. Uh, where it wreaks havoc, it seems to be the most random times. But yeah, looking at those, uh, I got some pictures of these oil rigs. You can see some of the waves, and that looks like a nightmare. Right. You're not just getting paid, you know, I'm sure they're getting paid well over six figures. They but it's more, more for to just be. manual labor. It's for having uh, a pretty big heart, too. Because it's going to take a lot of courage. Still, the yeah. nerves are still. Now, if you tell me you're getting paid 50 grand, I'm like, no. No, there's robbed. no way. You are getting robbed. That, that, I'm sure that job. In terms of danger, I'm sure they get compensated for it and they got to sign some papers, 100%. but that, that can't be the safest job in the world. So if you're, I don't think it's 50K, it's got to be, maybe that's something we'll look at. 100,000 at least. And then we got, do got one more from an unknown texter. Uh, we got to throw it to break though. So if you're listening, 1388, we will get to you on that one on the other side. So stay tuned in here. We do have Nebraska basketball as well on, on the TV above us. Well, the post game, they did Ooh. lose the lead. So now they're currently down one. They do have the ball with about two minutes left of play in the first half. You got Rink Mast on a post-up. See if it gets here before we go to break. He kicks out of it. Uh, no, nope. it's going to keep it right there. It looks like they're going to call. Stepped out of bounds or a travel. No, it went off the his leg. Rolled off the leg. Okay, so turnover for Nebraska. Rolls off Mast's leg. 34-33, still in the ballgame. Only a one-point lead. Two minutes left in the first half. We'll throw out the break here on the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison, ones and twos. Host is always Amon Green. Don't go anywhere. This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Doors Plus. All right, we're back rolling. A couple more minutes here. To, we're going to try to hit some topic, quick topics here before we get out of here. Um, where do you want to start with, Eric? Yeah, real quick here. We'll just go ahead and uh, also shout out to the women's basketball team. They got Michigan at 7 o'clock. And those guys, uh, they get to actually host. So we got the women's basketball team hosting versus Michigan at 7 o'clock. And, of course, we got the men's game going on right now. Halftime, Nebraska, they get it to tie up. So it's 36-36. to 36. 
heading into the half. And uh, yeah, it should be a good one. We're kind of talking about before, but you just look at home games in terms of Big Ten basketball. We'll just go through the list. Wisconsin, 9-1. and one. Purdue, 9-0. and oh. Illinois, 9-2. and two. Northwestern, 8-1. and one. Indiana, 10-2. Nebraska, 11-1. Minnesota, 11-2. Iowa, 8-1. Maryland, 9-1. Penn State, 9-2. It gets all the way to Penn State before you get to a two-loss team wow. for home records. Oh, wow. That's just the, the that's craziness of the Big Ten right now. So cannibalism in its finest. Yeah, I was going to say, like what we used to be called when I got traded to Green Bay, we were in the black and blue division. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we got some problems going on right now. So okay. we're going to have to wrap this one up here short. <laughs> Apologize out there for anyone listening. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if everyone saw that on the stream, we're going to have to go ahead and. Okay. We got false alarm there. We'll keep the show rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for anyone listening out there, that just a little different. bit of distraction. Yeah. I in the was background. A dog barking at first. I did too. I wasn't quite <laughs> sure what was going down there, but uh, are we good? Yeah. Um, so anyway, as we're saying, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Amon green. Uh, oh yes. The big 10 home games. Yeah. Been quite the problem. Cannibalizing themselves a little yeah, bit. Black and blue division. Like I said, from uh, when I was in the NFC North way back in 2000. And that's what's going on. And it's always been that way. When you look at the NCAA basketball, and coming out of the Big Ten Championship, even for football, you know, all the teams for going into bowl season, they're a little bit, they, they lose to each other. Mm-hmm. And injuries happen, stuff like that. So, obviously, basketball less physical, but you're still going to have that, having the home game where you got it. You're going to play rough at home against the team. And a rivalry for everybody. It's no, no, not just one team, but it's all the Big Ten teams <laughs> that are rivals of each other. And now you... In the next what year or two, we're gonna have what USC, UCLA. Like for us, the Beck, we're already playing against those schools. Yep. Washington State and all that are coming into the Big Ten from the Pac 12 and uh what Kyle, uh, Big 12 as well. A couple of teams, maybe. Yeah, Oklahoma, sure. Texas heading out of the Big 12 to SEC, Washington, yep. UCLA, USC, Oregon to the Big Ten. And who knows what that looks like if uh you know Florida State, maybe Clemson. I imagine yeah. whoever gets Florida State might get Clemson as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Yeah. Because Florida State, they wanted into the SEC. SEC said absolutely not. Big Ten said maybe not yet. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. It seems like they didn't quite shut it down as rapidly. But in the meantime, um, those are just the teams. But it's going to be interesting here to see what happens as the Big Ten basketball continues. And they need this one versus Rutgers because Rutgers, in terms of conference play, is the worst. They're one and four. Yeah. Um, and in terms of home record, they're still eight and one. So, again, it just kind of tells you it's it's a oh, weird yeah. Not easy. Yeah, I shouldn't even say a weird year. I think that's just Big Ten basketball as we've come to know it. Uh, So hopefully Purdue or Michigan State or Nebraska, maybe this is the year for Nebraska. One of these teams can have a good showing when it comes to March Madness because you're going to need some more of that credibility as we get better teams. We've kind of talked about this, right? 500 is not going to be good enough to cut it when you have four more teams into the Big Ten. So you better get good now because it's not going to get any easier. But they did get it tied up at halftime. So, again, we'll have the post game for that one. This has been the Amon Green Show. We're going to have the don't punt hour after this one. So don't go anymore. Plenty left ahead here on Ticket Weeknights.